It didn't freeze this week. Yay! What's up, everybody? This is Moose Smoke Podcast, episode 113. 113. We're getting up there. We're old. You know, 113. Jesus. Um, I'm your host, Ryan, always as long with Matt. And uh, Hi, I'm here. Matt's here. He's, he's just tip-typing away. And, um, I am. I'm just tagging you. We are talking video games this week. Uh, I'm very weird? excited. It is weird, but I think we both grew up with games enough that we, like we could talk about old school games very, very good, very well. Very good, very good, very good, very good, um, very good. How are you, my friend? How's things? How was your week? Um, it was okay. I was busy. I was on the road this week, so right. Um, yeah. It was fine. It was whatever. Whenever I'm on the road, they're like long days, right? So they're yeah, yeah. they're uh, yeah, like a long drives and multiple sure. store visits. So just busy, busy. Um, and then this week, I also this week, last week, last week, I, I kind of been getting ready for uh, Whip Wednesday Live to come back next week. So just yeah, Wednesday, getting my right? ducks in a row. Yep. I actually do a double feature on Wednesday because even though I'm not recording it Wednesday, I recorded it last week. I'm on uh, uh, Between Two Sentinels with Matthew Toy and Jay Shot on Wednesday before I go live. And then I do my live session. And then I'm on uh, Customizer Spotlight on Collector Express's channel on Saturday next week. So next week we'll do a double. I'll do a double. I'll do 6 o'clock with them. And then I'll do 10 o'clock with you. Look at you fucking rubbing elbows with the celebrities out there. Back at her, baby. Yeah, man. Mr. Fucking Popular over here. Gonna have to start <laughs> eating lunch with Steven Glansberg. That? You don't remember that scene from fucking uh, Super Bad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Sarah, he's like, oh, I guess I'm just gonna have to eat lunch alone like fucking Steven Glansberg. <laughs> I, I love that movie. Park, but... No, no, no. Um, what's, the, what's the kid? What's the South Park kid? The kid who has diabetes? Yeah, uh, Scott Milkinson. <laughs> Scott Milkinson. Hi, Scott Milkinson. <laughs> I've got diabetes. I got diabetes. It's great. It's um, <laughs> great. Yeah. How are you? I'm. I, I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm alive. I um. Good. Yeah. Works. Works. Work. And um. I don't know. It's it's starting to warm up here, so that's nice. I yeah, mean, it's, it's, it's fucking been... hot here. The last two days have been hot, and the next two days supposed to be even hotter. I love it. Oh. I'm I'm so happy. It, got, as... it was uh it 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 was hot thirty today. Yeah, it here. wasn't. I don't think it was that hot here, but it was like twenty high twenties. But nice. Um. Yeah. I I like. I'm a summer boy, man. I I just as soon as it gets warm, I'm so happy. I'm not a summer boy. I mean, I prefer it over winter, but I don't really love it that much because we don't really have AC out here, so. Yeah, I, I, I don't have AC, period. I just fuck it. Just take off your clothes and just fucking lounge and sweat. Just get naked. Yeah, buddy. Just eat eat your eat your dinner with your dick out. Who gives a shit? I live alone. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. You can microwave that dick all day long. You betcha, buddy. I, 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 I know. I just, I've always loved summer. Like, it's just, I hate the cold. I hate snow. It's just, I hate wearing, like, heavy, big clothes. Like, I just want to wear shorts and t-shirt every day. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I used to like wearing shorts and t-shirts more when I was less fat, but now that I'm fat, I like hoodies better. (laughs) I mean, I'm, I've been fat forever. It is what it is, brother. It's still new to me. So yeah, I'm still getting used to it. Yeah. Just, just fucking roll with it, man. People can't take it. And 
It is what it is, man. I'll take my dick out. There's a there's so many people that are way heavier than either of you us that are fucking wearing next to nothing all the time. So True. it's like, man, just just roll with it. Live it, love it. Yeah, man. Always be comfy. Always be comfy. Hell yeah, dog. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah. So what did you watch <sighs> this week? Did you watch anything exciting? Did you get up to anything exciting? No. No, I didn't really watch a whole lot this week. I didn't have time. Uh, I you went and seen Guardians I again. I went and saw Guardians again. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's great, man. I like the soundtrack better this time. I mean, so not that I didn't like it before, but I like—I still don't like it better than the other two. But it works pretty it well. Work. And uh, yeah, I cried again quite a yeah. bit. See, this is why um, I'm not going to go see it again. This is the who wants to do that? It's fucking sad, dude. And it's nice. It's good. Like it's no. it's it's um it's not like I don't know. Here's the thing: is like. Again, without saying any spoilers, I really no, like how no. it ends. If you and want spoilers, like, go even, watch our last week's episode. Yes. I really like how it ends. And I think, um, yeah, I think that they were able to achieve, like, a really awesome way to finish that team's story off um, in a way that I didn't expect. And it, like, brings tears to my eyes when, like, even, like, like, even when I just listened to the dog days are over or whatever by Florence and the machine, yeah. it makes me want to cry because I just think of that last scene and I'm just like, yeah. ah, that's why I love that soundtrack. Cause I thought that was like the perfect fucking song to end the movie. I was like, there oh, are, there are some really good, like even creep at the beginning is good. Yeah, is a really good, perfect. Yeah. is a good choice. And I'm not a Radiohead fan at all. And I'm not either. No, yeah. I'm not either, but but yeah, I, I I liked it a lot. So yeah, so I was out of town, and uh, on one of the nights I was out of town, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go see it again because I really want to see it again. And Kate's no. made it pretty clear that she's not gonna see it until it comes out on Disney Plus, and we can fast forward through. Shit, scenes, so. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I don't know. Like I I look at it as like I get the emotional aspect of it, but like I cried for like an hour of that movie, and that's just too much crying. Like. <laughs> infinity war like when sad stuff happens or end game when sad stuff happens it's like you know one scene yeah five ten minutes and it's like all right but like most of those movies are just action-packed like you know yeah. i'm just yeah and then you it, get but... like a, a an impact moment where yeah you know, the feels come in right exactly but like guardians it was or like an hour of crying this. and yeah. it's just like i can't it's emotionally draining i just i can't i can't do it again yeah yeah it, it is pretty heavy emotionally so yeah, yeah. but I really liked it, and I liked it even more so the second time around. So I can't yeah. wait till it comes to Disney Plus so I can watch it with my wife. So well, they're, I feel they're... like she'll really like it, even outside of the yeah, yeah, animal stuff. And and like now that you've seen it twice, you kind of can know when it's coming. Yeah, I kind of know when it's coming. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can kind of prepare for it. So yeah, yeah, that's good. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, I watched. Um, what did I watch? I watched Empire Records. I, w- I was just saying to Ryan before we came on, if we were looking for an idea, talking about like um, soundtracks, movie soundtracks, because Guardians has kind of made me like, yeah, go to movies that like I have attachment to soundtracks for. And then um, tonight we watched Empire Records, which is another movie that I have a pretty deep connection to the soundtrack too. So, um, yeah, I never got into but, soundtracks. Like I. Uh... I think it was just because I was so fucking poor growing up that like 
I never like had the disposable income where I got into like MTV and like in 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 soundtracks and shit. Like when I bought a an album, it was like, fuck, I can buy an album. This is awesome. So like I was really selective with what I bought because I knew my money was so limited. So sure. Um, yeah, like I never I never got down the that rabbit hole of like soundtracks to to movies or anything like that. Like the one that came to mind that I was telling Matt was the Big Daddy soundtrack from Adam Sandler's Big Daddy. Like. I think I love sticks. I grew up loving sticks and uh, I think there were some stick songs on that, on that and uh, a cover of sweet child of mine and like a few other tracks. Right. And I remember listening to that a lot, but I was always like I, in that, like, you know, 95 to like, you know, early two thousands era. I was like, all I was listening to was like our lady peace and blink one a two. And like, it was just like, okay, I can afford an album. I'm buying like something yeah, sure. I really want, you know? Well, I mean, a lot of the early soundtracks I bought when I was a kid, I bought because of usually for like one song. Like I yeah. remember buying the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack because it had Love Roller Coaster on it. I remember right. buying the Cable Guy soundtrack because it had Jim Carrey's version of Want Somebody to Love or whatever. Right. Uh, I remember. But then there's like, like I was saying, like Empire Records. So I wa- we watched Empire tonight. And that's one of the ones that I just like love the soundtrack. It's so fucking good. Another one that I really like that I've been, it's been on my rewatch um for a while but like it, it always makes me emotional is uh garden state's another one that like i really love the soundtrack on garden state so i remember i think i don't know if i ever had the actual soundtrack or if i had just downloaded it because it was in the era the of uh limewire and all that shit but yeah. Yeah. uh the donnie darko soundtrack was fucking awesome Don- donnie darko yeah yeah i don't I, know if i ever had that but yeah other than that i don't think there was like many that like really stick out to me um but it was such a gamble back then too is like you yeah. didn't know what you're getting on albums like like you do now kind of like it was it was a roll of the dice of like oh i know the single i hope the rest of the album's good and it was like well nope there, that was the only good song on the entire album and i spent yeah. 35 dollars on it great yeah sometimes it was a little bit of a risk but yeah. for the most part i enjoyed i enjoyed most i mean maybe not most but yeah i had a lot of attachment to a lot of soundtracks when nice. i was growing up so yeah so yeah, uh, other than that, just my usual toy shows that I watch. I don't think I really watched anything else. Did I? I don't remember. Maybe I did. but I, Oh, I watched a little bit of Office this week with my father-in-law. Nice. Nice. He was over on Sunday. We were just trying to kill time, and he had never seen The Office. So I was like, oh, God. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, so we watched some Office. He was laughing pretty good. That's good. We watched always- the whole first season surprising when like something like as famous as the office is sitcom wise and somebody's like oh i've never seen it like it's such such like a yes i can show somebody awesome that was me i never knew the office until like three years ago then i like put it on in the background to customize to and it hooked me and i ended up taking like a two-week break from customizing so i could just binge watch the office it took me like three weeks to watch all the seasons yeah it's so but yeah it's really funny i love it I just love like evangelizing a show like that where you can just like really push it on somebody that like I would watch The Office from episode one all over again if I like if you had da- somebody who had never seen it exactly like started dating yeah. somebody that had never seen it or whatever I'd be like oh my god all right we're watching this whole series like it's yeah it's fucking yeah. incredible yeah it was um, really good yeah he was loving it so he was having a good chuckle the yeah, whole time so it's awesome yeah man um, I think that's it yeah I didn't watch it too much this week um i finished the soprano season two. Oh yeah um, how's that going yeah it's i mean i don't know i 
there was moments of the season that were relatively slow. And then I looked up like, what is the best seasons of the Sopranos? And a lot of people were seeing season two and season three. And I was like, really? Like, this is as good as it gets. And like, I, I'm not down on it. I think it's a solid show, but like the best show ever. I think that's a stretch, but right. Um, it's also coming, you know, I'm 23 years late to the show. Right. So it's like, right. Comparing it to more modern shows, like it's hard, but yeah. Um, I feel like that's always the case. And we've had that talk when we watched Indiana Jones, where it's like, totally. there's, there's a level of nostalgia that comes in that makes those things great for the moment. Well, and, and it was, like, it was appointment television at, at that time. Right. Like, yes. yeah. like that, that's part of the, I mean, that's the reason I love lost so much too. It was, it was the experience of watching an episode a week and then talking about it with friends, talking about it at, you know, with people that were watching it at the same time. And it's like, not knowing what was happening, not knowing what was going on, not knowing what we were getting. Like it, it, there's an, there's an excitement about that, that I don't really feel like exists anymore sure. uh, around a lot of TV shows. So like, uh, I'm kind of getting that right now with yellow jackets and, and from as well. Like, I don't know where these shows are going and they're very lost. Like, but, um, um, uh, I don't know. It's not the same just because of streaming. I think that everybody's not watching it at the same time on the sure. same station on the same day like everybody's like oh well i'll watch yeah, it all. kind of at your yeah at your convenience exactly yeah. exactly so you don't have that like discussion of like the episode's done and everybody's talking about it it's sure you know some people are watching it monday some people are watching it thursday and so on and so forth so mm-hmm. um yeah but yeah so obviously still watching those as well and then um i just watched the super mario brothers movie oh which, yes how which, did you like it uh it's fitting for our conversation today but um it is yeah i uh i enjoyed it i mean i had the same issues as you did with it like i think uh it's very quick moving and they don't spend a lot of time doing any particular thing like it's it could have been pushed further it could have really um expanded the roster of characters and spent more time with you know like toad and like all these random characters but um you know different worlds they could have went into and like it's very limited to in scope i would say for the sh- for the movie but i enjoyed it i mean i think it's a cute fun little movie like i would definitely show my nephew in a year or two like you know mm-hmm. i think he would enjoy it he's a little young for it now but um i wouldn't like like say like oh this is fucking the best animated movie ever or anything yeah, like yeah, that no. but like I, I i think it's worth watching and i definitely understand why it was beloved you know yeah yeah i mean it I don't really have an issue with it per se. I think like my more of issue with it was just like, you have like this super rich tapestry of characters you can pull from. And like, it just felt very like paint by number, very safe, very like, and again, like there was no like twists and turns. There was no, it was like, we're going to go do this. Okay. Let's go and do this. All right. Now we're going to do this. Okay. But like, I think, I think it was very much intended as like a setting up the universe type movie where I think the sequels can definitely expand. I mean, there's so many Easter eggs throughout that, throughout that movie of like pulling from different eras of Mario and like, you know, like peach looking up at the galaxy and being like, Oh, the galaxy's wide. And I'm like, super Mario galaxy would be great for them to like shoot into space and go planet to planet. And like, even just within the mushroom like kingdom kind of thing, like the desert area and like all these different things, like you could do so much just with stuff they left out of this movie. Like, you know, you could do infinite sequels. Um, Didn't get a lot of like Donkey Kong's 
you know, area or anything like that. Like, I don't know. I think you could expand it. It was just like one thing after another. I don't think it was fetch questy. I don't think that's necessarily true, but it's more just like, it were just like, um, yeah, I don't know. I felt like they had a lot on the table. I feel like they could have a lot and still been sick. But yeah, your mic's going like, crazy right now. Oh, because yours is too. It's so weird. Great. Thank you. I love when things work properly. It makes me so happy. Me too. Me too. Um, I can't tell. I don't know if I should. Um, here, let me try this. I might just switch microphones for a quick second. and then... That worked perfectly, whatever you just did. Oh, really? I didn't do anything. Oh, oh it's on my AirPods for some reason. Yeah, it's, I don't know. You're going all robot-y voice. Okay, hang on. Okay, really? how about that's, now? Better? That's w- way better. Okay, cool. Yeah, Yours still uh, sounds great. great. Yours cracking, though. I don't know why. I'm not doing anything different than I normally do. I know. That's okay. Maybe it'll be better. Yours isn't like robotic. It just had a little bit of cracks to it. So. Well, Hopefully it's I'll, fine. I'm going to sue them. There's been times where we've thought it sounded bad, and then I went back and listened, and it didn't sound any different than normal. So yeah, I might. It might just be on our end. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Who, who knows how the internet works? Just a bunch of bleeps and blops. Bleep bloop. Uh, but yeah, no, I I enjoyed the movie, and like I honestly, uh, I I mean, obviously they're going to do sequels and made over a billion dollars, yeah. but oh, God, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we were talking earlier about like. Did you like Bowser? Yeah, I thought Bowser was good, but everybody's like bragging about the Peaches song or whatever and saying like, "Oh, it's the best song ever." I'm like, it was in the it it was in the movie for 13 seconds. Yeah, it was a couple more than that, but yeah, it was. I thought I thought it was gonna be like a full like like song. Like I thought it was gonna be like a four minute. Peaches, 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 peaches. I thought it was literally gonna be like a full like like dance number. Like I thought it was gonna be like a five minute scene of like Bowser singing and like all the stuff, and then it was like. 30 seconds and it was done. I was like, all right. Yeah. I, I love know. Jack Black. I, do. Do. I wish, I wish like he wrote like, uh, when what's his face did, uh, the Muppets movie there, Jason Siegel. Yeah. Jason Siegel. Yeah. How hey, he wrote. Um, speaking of Jack Black, did you hear the new Tenacious D song? Yeah, it was fine. I haven't listened to it yet. I meant to, I just it's thought like of it. Two minutes. Is it? Whatever. It's very short. Like it's, it's, it's fine, but like I'm hoping that means that there's an album coming. But um, yeah, also like uh, I don't know. I know you're not a huge Queens of the Stone Age fan, but they announced a new album coming out June 16th, and like their first new single from it is fucking awesome. Oh, nice! You like the Queens of the Stone Age? One of my favorite bands. Like absolutely phenomenal rock band. Um, awesome live. So nice yeah I'm very uh, speaking of live i know we were gonna segue into video games right away but i've been watching uh the set list for blink every night they keep adding new songs in which is pretty sweet i figured they've they been... would switch a couple yeah. out and yeah 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 they've been playing they played not now they played uh violence they played uh what else did they add in um, stockholm syndrome no not yet uh, my fa- that's my favorite blink song so i like stockholm syndrome too uh, what else did they? There was another song they added in too, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, that's uh, great. I think they played Toronto tonight. Yeah. Uh, nope, that was two nights ago. Toronto, oh. Montreal. I think they're off tonight, and then tomorrow they're somewhere else. I can't remember where they were. Detroit, Toronto, Montreal. I think it started. There was two Chicago shows, then Detroit, then Toronto, then Montreal, and 
I think they take tonight off and then back at it tomorrow, I think. Hmm. But, yeah. Right on. I can't wait, man. I've been jamming to Blink nonstop. When, when's your show? June 26th, I think it is. Something like that. Another month and change, yeah. Yep, I'll be here before you know it. Oh, sure. Time's just flying by. I can't believe it's already mid-May. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking nuts, man. It's crazy. I, 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 I don't know. I don't. I don't understand how anything works anymore. I'm just like, how is how am I 38? How is it already mid-May 2023? It should be like 1998 right now. I, I don't understand it. But we could be playing video games. God, exactly. Exactly. Segway. Segway. Very well done. <laughs> um, I don't know how you want to start this, but like, I, I just wanted to talk more. What got you into games? Early childhood memories of like what video games really hooked you and how you got into them and like. Um, yeah, we'll just roll from there and see where the conversation takes us. But, well, I mean, we both have very different pasts in terms of video games because you're a gamer and I'm not. But there was a time when I gamed, and um, I guess it kind of started with the original Nintendo and Game Boy. Um, I was a pretty big oh shit, look at that yeah, Nintendo baby. Entertainment System. Um, yeah, I had a Nintendo. My brother and I both had a Game Boy. I was a huge. I think my first like obsession game was Tetris. I just loved Tetris. on Game Boy or NES. Game Boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my brother and I used to play. Remember, you could connect the wires together and you could play yeah. against each other. Yeah, I totally remember that. Yeah, so that was that's probably like my first memory of playing, um like a Nintendo, like any type of video game really probably was uh, started with, I mean, maybe uh, those little handheld Konami games, you know? Sure. Sure. Yep. Like the Ninja Turtles ones. I remember those too. I don't know if that came before Game Boy or after, but I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you for sure, but yeah, I never had a Game Boy. I, 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 I honestly, I can't even remember when I got a Game Boy. I know they were pretty new when I got them. So, my first console was the Atari 7800. Oh my god. Um I think my mom had it for some reason. I don't know how I got that. Like I was young. I was like 3 or 4 probably. Um but my mom used to bring me to like this little like restaurant/arcade slash type area uh at this at this restaurant and got me hooked on Galaga. Oh my god. And fucking centipede. Oh yeah. And is that human centipede or yeah, exactly. <laughs> and fucking Miss Pac-Man. Ah, nice. And I've always been obsessed with Pac-Man, but that's what started it. Was like cool. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, I love Pac-Man. Pac-Man's like one of my my main games, but um, I had an Atari 7800, and then uh, for some reason, the power adapter, like, the lid broke off, like, the backing of it or whatever, and so it started, like, fraying, and it wouldn't, like, stay, like, it it was, like, loose to the point where, like, it would run out of, like, it would come undone, so it would, like, shut off randomly or whatever. Mm. So we gave it to my uncle, and he's like, oh, yeah, I can totally fix it, like, no problem, like, so he was like, uh, he handed it back to us and he's like, yeah, it, it's all like tightened up and everything. Everything should work fine. And I plugged it into the wall and the fucking thing just like fucking started smoking like crazy and just fucking it was done. It was toasted, like fried. 
Oh, uh, no, that sucks. Yeah, I was so like I was so sad as a kid, and then um, I want to say I was like probably four, maybe five at the most. Okay. And I got an NES, I think, for Christmas. And nice. that was like what hooked me. And I wanted an NES so fucking bad because I lived in an apartment building and my neighbors next door, who were like my best friends as a kid, um, had an NES before I did. And I literally could hear them playing like Mario Brothers through the wall of our apartment building, like when I was eating breakfast before school or anything like that. And I wanted that game so fucking bad. Like I, <laughs> I remember begging my mom, like, I want it. I want it. I want it. And it came with the fucking duck hunt, Mario brothers and duck hunt cartridge. And I was fucking yep. hooked. hooked. That's what I, that was my first game for NES too. But... Yeah. I, I, yeah. ever since then I was like, this is like my thing. Like I could not stop playing that game. I remember my mom had such a hard time getting me off of it. And like, <laughs> um, yeah, I just fucking, I mean, talking of which, fucking Game Genie. Good old Game Genie. We were saying last week, I wonder if people even know what that is. Like, Yeah, so you fucking... There's got to be an age group that has no fucking clue what a Game Genie is. You plug your fucking cartridge in to the bottom of it, and then you plug so that funny. into the NES, and then you could... It would... Put cheat would, codes. Yeah, it would boot up the Game Genie first, and you could put in cheat codes that would like affect the game of whatever you plugged in. There was actually a you manual. Could put in three cheat codes. I remember yeah. that. You're allowed three only. There was and a there manual was a that book. came with it. Yeah. That, yeah. that would tell you all the different games it had cheat codes for. And I had. Man, I don't that's know. so. Isn't that so crazy that that's how we used to cheat back in the day? Yeah, and these <laughs> and these codes weren't like easy to put in. They're like twelve digit codes. That you yeah, had, like, and they type were like numer- Like yeah, they were. They didn't like have any rhyme or reason. It was no. Like, it was like V seven W X Q W. And it would. Yeah, yeah you'd would, never like guess it. Like you no, wouldn't be able to like guess no. it. And then like yeah, some of them were so pointless. It'd be like. 10 extra coins like it would just be completely (laughs) useless but um yeah i think i like that was one of the games that i used it on a lot was like the late levels of mario brothers was just like way too difficult for me as like a young kid but um that and mega man yeah i used it a lot for mega man too because i like the high jump fucking is that mega man one oh my god Damn, son. Fucking it took me forever bro. to find Mega Man 1. My first experience with Mega Man was Mega Man 3. Oh, damn. I love that Mega Man 6. And, oh, I think I bought Mega Man 1 at a, a a yard sale or something like that. And then I found Mega Man 6, I think, also at a yard sale um, as a kid. But um, I loved Mega Man 6. Mega Man 6 is my favorite one. But oh, continue. nice. Yeah. I. Uh... My memories of Mega Man are like I, Mega Man Three was kind of my entry point, and then I remember like I always wanted, like I remember being in love with the Robot Masters from Mega Man One totally in the cartoon, but I had never played Mega Man One. I played two, three, four, and then I don't know if they like Capcom like re-released it as like a greatest hits or something. Like once they got like four or five Mega Man games in, mm. and then all of a sudden like it was accessible again. So like. I bought it when they like re-released it basically. And I was like, so surprised at how different it was. Cause it's like, there's only six robot masters instead of eight. And like, yep. the, the and it's so much harder Screen the select screen was like different and you yep. didn't have the same, like, I know you couldn't slide in two or have the mega blaster in two, but like, yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, it was like weird to like not have any of that stuff. And just like lots of different things were like, there were, it was different from like the previous ones. It had a score. Yes, it had a score. Yeah. yeah, I like I like Mega Man one though. Like, and it's like one of the ones I like the best. Like, 
some of my favorite robot masters are and like games. the music in those games is some of the They're best great. best music in any video game ever like i i was obsessed with the soundtracks to the mega man games like Me too just fucking awesome remember proto man yeah man like I would, I would still like sit there and just jam to those those tunes. Like they, they're awesome. Exactly. Um, yeah, like I, I was obsessed with Mega Man, and I, I only had one in six, and then I think a friend of mine or something had, I want to say three. Mega Man three is the best one in my opinion, but. And yeah, like I was, I was just obsessed, and like I remember, like not understanding because I had only, I don't know which one I got first, because I remember being confused with like the dog and like all that stuff. Yeah, I was Rush. like, where the fuck did all, the, yeah, Rush and everything come from? And like, um, those games were so hard. Rush man. comes those... in, Rush comes in in three, Beat comes in in four, right? Um, Slide comes in in three, Mega Blaster comes in in four. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think. I'm pretty sure you're right yeah um but yeah like i i was obsessed with Mega Man, and then like i mean we're fast forwarding a little bit here but like they released uh Mega Man legends on ps1 oh, it was cool. like uh open worlds rpg game that was like in 3d and i was fucking obsessed with it like oh cool it's one of my favorite games ever for playstation one and like it doesn't hold up at all you can't go back to it now it's so fucking hard to control because i'd be oh really archaic as shit but mm, um I really was like the reason I uh, I remember I think it was the 3ds, but it might have been the I think it was a Nintendo 3ds uh, when it was got announced. Uh, Nintendo announced they were going to make Mega Man Legends three, to, like uh, to release with it. And I the reason I bought a Nintendo 3ds was for the next Mega Man Legends game, and then they canceled the oh, game. Cool. And I was like fucking oh, yeah. I, I was like this is a reason I bought this fucking thing. Like I was so mad, but. I'm hoping at some point they bring it back, but um, yeah, I've always loved Mega Man. My like, it's funny because like most of the video games that I played were NES or Super Nintendo, and a little bit of Sega. I did we we were a Sega family, but I always preferred Nintendo over Sega. But we had um, like <laughs> I had the one before that. Yeah, I, I remember like, my neighbors one. had it. Yeah, my neighbors had that one. I had that one. We had two Segas at one point in our house because my dad liked playing golf on it. And like mm-hmm. he would get pissed off because Jay and I would always be on it. So he bought his own one. <laughs> my neighbors had it like three houses down from me growing up in the house I own now. Like um, all my friends like lived on the same street as a kid. And uh, they had a Sega Genesis, the original one, like the the big fat fucking one. Yeah. And uh, that's what got me into Sonic the Hedgehog. Nice. Sonic. I mean, I liked Sonic. Like I played it and stuff. But like, you know, my favorite Sega games were like Golden Axe. Like I loved Gold Golden Axe One in particular. I mean, the other ones were fine, but Golden yeah. Axe One was like tons of fun. That was probably one of my most played Sega games. And then the other one that I played a lot was um, X Men, the first X Men game. It was fucking impossible. I don't. I never beat it because I couldn't no. figure out how. to. But there were so, so many games in those eras that were like impossible to beat. Like yeah. the original like Battletoads. Remember Battletoads? Battletoads is impossible. impossible. Yeah. I have that game. It's impossible. Yeah. You can't get past. Yeah, like... I never beat it. No, Even nobody... with Game Genie, I couldn't beat it. No, nobody could. I don't yeah, think exactly. anybody could beat those games. I, I, I mean, I'm sure there's speedrunners out there and shit that do it, but I'm just saying, like those games naturally are fucking so hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even the original Ninja Turtles game. Yes, the first Ninja Turtles game. That's where like game anxiety came in. Yeah, like, the, the stupid seaweed time. level. So annoying. Yeah. Um, and then. But Turtle Turtles Two, the arcade game, was great. What is that? Turtles 2, the arcade game. Oh, yeah. I love Turtles 2, the arcade game. That's a fucking great game. 
fucking love that game. And then obviously, yeah. uh, see, I didn't like Link. I liked Zelda, but I didn't like Link. Adventures okay. of Link was awesome. I Zelda love that was game. my favorite. Zelda. That's the other thing where it's like I don't really have attachment to Zelda or Metroid outside of those original NES games. And then like I think I played Super Metroid, and I think I played one or two of the Game Boy Links. Um, I think I played like Ocarina of Time, maybe, but yeah, the sixty-four, yeah, sixty. Oh, because then no, I didn't play that one. Sorry, it wasn't that one. It was whatever uh, one came up for Super Nintendo. Link to the Past. Link to the Past. So. Yeah, no, I I never had a Super Nintendo. Like, uh, I, went I got from, it super late. I went from NES to Je- Sega Genesis because, like I said, the kids down the street had a Sega Genesis, so I was like, oh fuck, I want a Sega Genesis. And my dad was like, my biological dad was like, uh. He was redoing my grandparents' roof. He was a construction guy. So he was like, I'm doing your grandparents' roof. If you want a Sega Genesis, you have to come work for me all weekend, uh, shoveling shingles off the ground into like a dumpster or whatever. And so I had to work like I, I work all fucking weekend. And he gave me like, I think it was, I want to say it was a hundred bucks, but it might've been 120 bucks to buy a Sega Genesis. And uh, I, I was so fucking stoked. Like I was, I, I was probably like nine or 10. Did you ever play like the NHL PA games? The NHL, like NHL 96 and 93 and 94, buddy. Oh, buddy. Those were good games. Even I liked those. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I grabbed it or not. Yep. Fucking boom. Damn. That was my game, man. Like those are great games. I love Sonic. Like, like I said, like Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog one was like one of my all time favorite games, but um i even have fucking still have fucking Mega Man 6 case like oh my god yeah buddy Damn. fucking tetris mario 3 was a good one too so i mean two stories but um so yeah i got my sega genesis and i played a shit ton of nhl 94 like so much nhl <laughs> i i that's all i would do like forever i would start seasons i would play it all fucking night um I was just obsessed with NHL 94. The checking noise was like hilarious to me. Like, you know, and it was like, what the (laughs) fuck? And like, uh, it was just so great. And then I got NHL 95 and like, I I played that a shit ton too, but I always loved 94 the best, but, um, uh, I don't remember where I was going. Oh, uh, Tetris. So I remember, uh, I had Mario one and I found out that the Mario two game came out and I really wanted it. Like, uh, I, I didn't know anything about the game. Like this is before fucking obviously any internet, internet or anything where you yeah. can look up anything. I did nothing about the game and I really wanted Mario two. And I kept asking my mom for Mario two and she doesn't even remember this story, but I fucking remember it. Cause this is how I got Tetris. Um, so she bought me Mario two and I put it, I plugged it in and I started playing it and there was no score in the top corner, like to keep track of your score or whatever. And my mom was watching me play this game and she's like, there's no score. This is the stupidest game ever. Why would you want to play this? And I'm like, well, it doesn't matter about the score. Like, it's just Mario. And she's like, no, there's no score. This is the stupidest game ever. So she brought it back and bought Tetris. Yeah. And so that's how I got Tetris. And she fucking, she, she'll she deny this, that to this day, but she loved Tetris. She would fucking play so Tetris much Tetris. Too. And I love Tetris because of my mom loving Tetris. Like, I'd watch her play and then I'd play. And then, like, fucking, I was terrible as a kid, but, like, I'm pr- pretty decent at Tetris now. Me too. Um, I, I One play of those games that stayed with me for sure but like the music in the, te- the original tetris like it's just iconic <laughs> yeah um 
and I played so much of that game. Like I love that game. But yeah, that's how I got Tetris is because it had a score and Mario Two didn't. But <laughs> that's funny. Did you ever I, play Doctor Mario? Did you ever like Doctor Mario? Love Doctor Mario. Yeah, had Dr. that Mario game as well. But uh, I got Mario Three after that because um, it had a score again, and I found out that <laughs> Mario Three had a score. And I t- I told my parents I was like, I want Mario Three. It has a score again. There's no way you're taking this back. It's supposed to be awesome. Uh, I want this game, and I got it for my. I think it was my sixth birthday or something like that somewhere in that area and i was like fucking so excited i was like i can't believe it um mario 3 was the best one but i liked i liked mario 2 as well i just thought it was weird because oh it is it's doki doki panic it's a different game that's why yeah it's just weird because it doesn't feel like a right but i mean a lot of like iconic mario characters have come from mario 2 like totally you know like in the in the at the time it didn't like i don't think mario 3 had like shy guys or no, anything they didn't. like that but i know like now they're kind of integrated more into that world totally but... i i um yeah it was just a palette swap right because uh in japan they released mario 2 and and the u.s thought it was way too difficult of a game that was uh lost worlds wasn't it mario well 2 that's in japan it, and then it, well it wasn't called lost worlds in japan but no yeah. no it was mario it, 2 but like that's what they released it as in north america right yeah eventually but we got so fucking hard. when we got mario 2 it was a game called Doki Doki Panic in in Japan, in and they Japan. just they swapped out the characters for right. Mario characters. And right. then I've, when they released uh, the Lost Levels here, like way later, Lost uh, Levels—that's what it was called. It was fucking impossible. It was it was super hard. It was I remember harder. it being very challenging. Yeah. I remember it being so challenging that I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's frustrating as fuck. I've yeah. only played it a few times because I had the it's not fun the cart <laughs> for when I got a soup my a long story, but I got a super Nintendo like way, way, way later, like probably late nineties. And, uh, it had the cart that had Mario one, two, yep. three and lost levels. Mario all stars. That's yeah. what it's called. I Mario all stars. Yep. And so that's the first time I ever played Mario two is on that. Like the real Mario two, but like the, like, like the lost, lost levels. levels. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, uh, I, I, I skipped around like I was never a kid that was like, oh, I love Nintendo and I only play Nintendo games. Like I jumped from NES to Sega Genesis and then I jumped to PS1. Um, yeah, same with me. We always had multiples of everything. Like we always had Nintendo and Game Boy and Sega. And then see, I, like I, I stopped like at Nintendo 64. That's pretty much where I stopped because like for me, it went like once I got out of like once I kind of started losing interest in Sega. I got a Super Nintendo like after it had been out for a while and there was quite a bit of games for it and I kind of played catch up there. And then I eventually got a Nintendo 64 because I wanted it for Mario 64. And then I got hooked on WCW versus NWO. Fuck yeah. Fuck man, what a great game that was. It was. It's totally... That's still probably one of my favorite wrestling like video games ever. So uh, oh, what's up? Southtown Paint Apps, what's up, bro? Uh, my go to game back in the day oh, were Tech Mobile, Mike Tyson's good. Poncho, and Legend of Zelda. Also, Tetris yeah. was the only game I had for the OG Game Boy. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, we were talking I, about Kirby earlier, and I, that's the Game Boy game that I loved was Kirby, Kirby's Adventure. I loved Mike Tyson's Poncho, but that game was fucking really hard for me as a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't, um, I could never beat it, like, I could me only either. get so far. I think my, my, my uh, half brothers had poncho and they brought it because they come like every other weekend basically um but yeah no uh kirby i love the that kirby the what is it uh adventures of kirby well adventures of kirby i think was the game boy one and then 
I don't remember oh, what the uh, Nintendo one was. Kirby Adventure Kirby Dream Dreamland. Land. Yeah, in Dreamland. Uh, I love that game. Me too. That game was so, that was so fun. So fun and like the music and like yep. sucking people up and taking their powers and stuff. Like I was just obsessed with that. Like, I, and then the, the little mini games, the little crane games. You were obsessed like, with that at a young age. I was sucking, sucking people, people up. up. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I loved Kirby. Like that game, I still don't think they matched that game in quality, like in any Kirby game sense. Game. Like, I think that's yeah. one of the best games. Yeah. It's so fun. But um, yeah, like NHL Tecmo 94. Bowl was so fun too. Tecmo Bowl was the, was the bike one, right? No, that was a football game. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. What's the bike one? There was like a uh, bike excite one, bike? like a excite bike. Yes, yes, that was in the first batch of Nintendo games that I got. I had excite bike, and it, you could make your own tracks and everything, and like yes, awesome. yes, so good. I also really like Double Dragon. Remember Double Dragon? That I had fun. Double Dragon, um, and. Um, Oh, what the fuck was that other game? Um, oh, fuck. I can't think of it. I lost my train of thought. River City Ransom? Remember that game? I do remember that game. Uh, I didn't have it, but I, I remember that game too. Remember Star uh, Tropics? <laughs> Christ. I'm not going to feature that one. But, nope. Uh, uh, <laughs> thank you, Neil. Neil's, Neil's the king of saying shit that we can't put on the screen. No. Nope. <laughs> You got to be part of the live chat if you want to see Neil's shit. <laughs> I think there's a Blink-182 joke in that somewhere. Uh, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. And then uh, Nintendo 64, I never had until way later either. Like, I, I eventually bought one. But um, Mario one of, Party. My One of my best friends, uh, you actually know, uh, Bobby Paluti. I went to grade school oh, yeah. with. And he, was, he got, I think, N64 on launch day. His parents, nice. I think it was like his birthday or something like that. His parents bought it for him, maybe Christmas. And I was at his house. I fucking all the time playing. He had uh, Mario 64 and I think it was Wayne Gretzky's hockey or something like that. Nice. And I was like, I remember that seeing it for the first time because it blew my fucking mind. I was like, games will never look better than this. Like, <laughs> how is this even possible? Like. 3d mario climbing trees and shit and like the jumping and everything like that going in the castle all that kind of stuff i was like how like this is exactly but i I couldn't in my mind of of that age of what that was 96 so i was what 11 or 12 um I, i i couldn't imagine games ever looking more realistic than that like it was like this is everything on my imagination could come up like living in the mushroom kingdom. And like you go back and look at that game now and it's fucking hideous. It's like all diagonal, like angles yeah. and shape. And like, it looks it's, horrible. Oh, it's time for sure. Totally. But like when that game came out, I was like, this is fucking bonkers. Yeah. Um, I love Mario 64. That was a really fun game. Mario I became 64. obsessed with trying to like get all the stars. Totally. Totally. I don't think I ever did actually, but there were so many hidden ones and like so many like I I I mean I don't think I never owned it so like I only played it when I was over at friends' houses but like that sure. game, uh, Mario Kart, Mario Party, and Goldeneye, like Goldeneye, oh my god, the so amount of cool. hours I put into those I wish there was a way to f- go back and like see how many hours I put into like Goldeneye and Mario Kart because oh, I bet you cool. Neil says my wife bought Mario Kart map pass. So we've been playing all old tracks on the yeah. switch. That's dope, man. So they, 
basically the new the newest mario kart on switch they've now have like something like insane like 95 tracks on it or something like that because they've basically remastered every single track from the entire franchise and put it in this game so it's like it's bonkers good like if if, i know you uh kate has a switch right we have a mario kart not the most recent one i don't think but probably it's probably that one yeah i think there's only one uh it came out on the Wii U originally, so oh, I can't um, remember. I'm pretty sure we have a Mario Kart for Switch. I don't know which one it is, but I think it's Mario Kart Eight is the most recent one. So I'm pretty okay. sure that's the only one on Switch. But um, yeah, like if you buy the Nintendo Online Pass or whatever, which is really really cheap, I think it's like thirty bucks a year or something. It's been like that. using it to play um, Link, like one of the old Zelda games that she she has an obsession with. I might right. even be Ocarina of Time. Actually. Yeah, so like she has the online pass then or whatever and like yeah. uh the all the mario kart tracks come without oh, okay. so like you can play like all of them go. yeah there you go cool. I'm, I, I'm a little off my nintendo stuff because i i feel like nintendo's really fallen off the wagon with um their i mean switch is like so fucking archaic at this point that i'm like please just release a system that's powerful i would love a 4k like looking nintendo game but yeah that's besides the point um but yeah, like I'm N64 was like mind blowing for me. And then um, another friend of mine had a PlayStation one mm. and I hung out with him a ton. And I was like, really, really like mind blowing when he, I remember he, he had resident evil two and final fantasy seven and seeing nice. like the, the um, like full motion video, like fucking cutscenes in, in like, cause of the disc uh technology and shit i couldn't believe like that was like real graphics like, i was like holy yeah. fuck and you couldn't get that on n64 because of the cartridges yep. so yeah uh yeah. that's why i bought a ps1 instead yeah i never had a ps1 i think we had a ps2 but like i never really played it i was kind of past the gaming thing at that point so yeah i, I never had we, I, I didn't get back into gaming until guitar hero and shit came out yeah well that was ps2 it started but yeah um yeah. I think yeah. I bought a PS2 for that's what I Guitar bought it for too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But I was like way late. Like that was long after Yeah, I was long. I was way late too. Yeah. Cause after PS1, I jumped to Xbox. Xbox. Nope. I jumped to GameCube. I went back to Nintendo. Oh. And then I went to 360 Xbox. Like I, I I've never always had a been GameCube. I love GameCube. GameCube was like fucking one of my favorite systems of all time. Like the controller is amazing. There was so many good games for that system. Um, But I've always jumped around. Like I've never stuck to one, one console manufacturer. Like I, I I bought a 360 after that. Then I went back to PlayStation for, I bought a PS3. I'm, I would say like, if I was to pick one, I'd always prefer a PlayStation over anything, but yeah. um, I own all three consoles now. Like I'm, I'm very all over the place, but. All my nostalgia is based off of Nintendo stuff, but like, you know, like I also was like, you know, even thinking of like arcades, like we were talking about trying to find an arcade when we're in, in Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm a huge Street Fighter fan. I'd love, I love Street, I played so much our Street Fighter arcades or like the, the Konami um, X Men game, the four player, the eight player one yep. or whatever. And yep. same with the Spider Man one where you could play like Hawkeye, Black Cat, Vision or, no, I never played Black that Cat, Spider-Man or Namor, I think it was. I was but. playing uh, uh, Maximum Carnage and um, 
I love Maximum Carnage. What was the other one? Uh, Separ- separation it? Anxiety. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like that one as much, but I like Ma- I like Carnage. Maximum awesome. Carnage. Yeah. yeah, it was but, hard, but it was fun. I love those games, like just classic beat 'em ups, and like yeah, I, uh, they were awesome. But um, uh, I never got into Street Fighter. Like Street Fighter always just fell out of my like i was a mortal kombat kid i remember when i liked mortal kombat but street fighter was always my favorite um because mortal kombat was on sega genesis with blood and i was like Mm -hmm. fucking like whoa this is so like adult and brutal and like amazing and like i I remember looking up codes for that game at at school like the finishing moves and stuff how to get how to get how to get the finishers and like all that stuff i was obsessed with mortal kombat I remember um, with Street Fighter, like it was only available for on Super Nintendo for a long time, and then it came out on Sega, and I was like, yeah, because I had a Sega at that time. Yeah. So yeah, I was a big I was a big Street Fighter fan. I was a who when you played uh, Mortal Kombat, who was your character? Who was your Sub Zero? I love Sub Zero. I love Sub Zero just because I thought it was awesome that I could freeze people, and I love Scorpion just because the get over here thing, but. Um, Raiden was my main guy, but I, I always Scorpion just too. hop between Sub Zero and Scorpion. Like those were my nice. favorites. Yeah. And you didn't really play Street Fighter at all. I did. I've ne- I almost never played Street Fighter. Like it's just never. When PlayStation One came out, I moved on to Tekken. I was obsessed with Tekken Two on PlayStation One, and then when GameCube came out, I bought um. What the fuck was that game? Uh, I can't even remember what the hell it was called. Fighting game. Yeah, uh, had Nintendo characters in the game. I think it was like Link oh, or Smash something. Smash Brothers? No, no, no. It was a fighting. It was an actual fighting game. Um, fuck, I had to look it up. I didn't uh, know there was a game that was not Smash Brothers. That was a fighting game. With I love Smash there. Brothers too. Don't get me wrong, but um, I don't like Smash Brothers. When I played it, I was like, eh. I feel like it's just a button masher. It is to a certain extent, but there is there is technique to it for sure, but um. I mean, you can do that with Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat well, too, but yeah, I always played with a bit more purpose than that. But yeah, yeah, I mean, all fighting games technically you can just button mash, button but mash. like if somebody actually knows what they're doing, they can yeah. you know, fuck you up. But um, what the hell was that game? Uh, fuck, I can't think of it, and I can't find it here. What system was it on? GameCube with Mario. Marvel vs. Capcom? Nope. No. I like Marvel vs. Capcom. Those were fun games. I only played the arcade, though, but they were fun. I can't think of it. I'll, I'll, I'm looking it up, but um, I, I've always hopped around with fighting games, and like Street Fighter was never the thing. It was just never, ever crossed my path. I was obsessed with Tekken, and I was obsessed with Mortal Kombat, but that's about it. Oh, and then Xbox. My friend Brian had an Xbox, the original Xbox, and he got Dead or Alive. And then I remember Killer Instinct. Did you ever play Killer Instinct? I played it, but I was never like good at it. Killer Instinct was fun. Neil just said Killer Instinct. I loved Killer Instinct. That was fun. That was a fun one. I didn't realize they made toys. Soul Caliber. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Soul Caliber two, I believe, or maybe it was three. I think on GameCube had. I want to say it was Zelda in it, or not Zelda Link. Link. And I I played that game like fucking crazy because I was obsessed with Zelda, and I was like. Hell yeah, like the fact that Link is in this fighting game is awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, then my friend Brian got an Xbox and I got upset with Dead or Alive. And then um, 
after Dead or Alive, I kind of fell off of fighting games. I played Mortal Kombat here and there, but like I'm not good at it anymore. But the last Mortal Kombat I played was three. Oh Jesus! Way past. I'm way. I'm late. I'm like. Yeah, that, I, I mean, mean again, that that falls in line with when I was playing video games. Right? Totally, like, totally. I was just gonna say, like, you really haven't touched any video games yeah. in the last ten years, outside with of... the exception of Street Fighter Four and Guitar Grand Hero. Theft Auto Five and Rock Band Guitar, Guitar Hero. Hero. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I haven't played a video game. Yeah, no, and I mean, I think a lot. Of I people... guess that's not true because I played that new Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge last year, but. I think a lot of people fall off of video games. Like I think, as as you get older, like I mean, life gets busier. You just don't have. They're just time the time suck. Yeah. yeah, it is. I already but, have a time suck. My customizing is my time suck. So totally, totally. That's your video game. I mean, yeah. I I've always just like that's. There's nothing more like exciting to me than seeing like the next evolution of technology. Like I've always just been obsessed with like the tech behind it and like yeah sure um, like just even seeing like VR progress over the last like six years of like i remember using a vr helmet at uh fan expo the right before the first uh oculus came out and i put it on the guy was like oh you try our vr helmet it was still like fucking it was before it was even out and it gave me the worst like motion i've ever had in my life Mm -hmm. and uh the guy was like yeah it's not quite there yet like we're still like uh strengthening like seeing what makes people sick and what doesn't make people sick and like so on and so forth but i was like if this can like get to a point where like it doesn't make me want to vomit this is gonna be be the most insane shit ever and then like now it's pretty much to a point where like i still get a little motion sick with certain games but like it's pretty solid where i can play most things and be like no i'm good like it's it's remember that time i came to your house and we played that vr thing i don't know what it was no, I mean we did play that for a minute, but there was some, there was one where I was like swimming. Oh, with the like, shark? Yeah, with the shark. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's, it's just like a demo that came with with the original PSVR that was like right. uh, tech demo, basically, where you don't really have to do anything, but it just puts you in the situation the, in the area. with the shark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the other one was uh, that there was like zombies, and you were shooting them on like a mine cart or something. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it's called right now, but um, they they released a sequel to it too. But uh, oh, okay. Uh, I can't think of what it's called right now. But yeah, yeah, they get like two guns. You're on a roller coaster, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was whatever. That was fine. They were both okay. They were both cool. There's there's things that like you can do in VR that I think they just haven't touched yet that I think is so exciting. Like I would love. I think I might have even brought this up on the podcast before, but if like you could start doing stuff at concerts and sports and like mm-hmm. traveling and like, like I would love to put on a VR helmet and be in like downtown Tokyo and just like be able to look around and be like, Holy shit. Like this is cool. Like explore the world through a VR helmet. And it, it really makes you feel like you're there is yeah, awesome. that'd be cool. Um, and then like, yeah, sports games and concerts. If I could be like front row, for like yeah, whatever concert and just put on the helmet and just listen to the music and every, like, I would love those kind of experiences and it's just not there yet, but yeah. um, I, I'm I, surprised that VR isn't able to do that with concert just, stuff yet. You could do it. Technically you could do it. It's a matter of, is it worth doing the money to do it? Yeah. Um, It's just VR is not like infiltrated the market enough where like, sure it's probably worth the cost of setting it up. Like, sure. 
I think right now that yeah, I guess there's got to be some return there for it to right. be worth it, right? Yeah. Like between all of the helmets, there's probably less than I would guess like less than five million out there. Like right. So it has to be worth the cost and the price. And yeah, that's like fair. That, but, that's fair. Um, if anybody can do it, I think PlayStation could just because you know most people own a PlayStation. There's so many PlayStations out there where you could say, like, all right, we got we paid X whatever amount of dollars to whatever band or whatever you know football or hockey or whatever and like here you go <laughs> neil says all my kids have oculus vr set and i always pants and when i walk by as they're clueless to the outside world yeah man it's 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 wild how like closed off immersed. you are to the outside world and immersed you are in vr and like it's scary because you don't know what you're doing and like living alone. I'm always like somebody could break into my house right now and shoot me. And I'd have no fucking idea. They've even been in my house. Like <laughs> I have headphones on. I'm stuck in a helmet. Like you could steal, you could rob me blind and I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, 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 I mean, I, I, as you know, I just love video games and I have always, I mean, right now I would say is like the worst era for video games just because really, yeah, everything's coming out broken. Everything's coming out oh, yeah, I guess. unfinished, glitchy. Like, I feel like they're really in a, a, a spot of like just stale, out of ideas type thing. Where even like yeah. you see it like in movies and everything too is like they they've run out of original ideas and like everything yeah. has to be an open world game and everything has to be like six hundred hours long or fucking pay as you go type like free to play games and it's like. That's not my style of stuff. Like I love immersive single player stories, and um, the fact that games come out and they're not finished isn't would be enough for me to just back off of them entirely. Yeah, especially at the cost now. I mean, games in yeah. Canada are costing between ninety and hundred bucks at launch now. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I wanted um, to buy Kate uh, Legend of Zelda, like the new Link game, because I keep hearing good things about it. But oh, it's getting amazing reviews. But I hated yeah. Breath of the Wild, so like I'm kind of. I'm not gonna yeah. Kate loved Breath of the Wild. Right. So. This is supposed to be like basically a direct sequel to Breath of the Wild. So that's, she'll like that's it. what I read. Yeah. 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 But uh it just came out Friday, I think. So she didn't like it at first, but then she like once she started playing it, she really got into it. Yeah. So I just wish like Nintendo would put out a modern console that that game would, would look compete so with so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, um, maybe you, what's stopping them? Do you know? Like I don't really follow that enough to cost. Uh, they they want. Then, something don't that, you think they would have the market for that? Like, Nintendo. Well, they do, popular, isn't it? Oh yeah, I mean, the Switch is one of the best selling consoles of all time. Um, right. The pro- the problem is, is like the PlayStation Five costs almost well in Canada it costs like seven hundred dollars. So they don't want to put out a console that the market's going to say like, "Hey, we expect a family to spend six hundred dollars on this new console." Like, sure. they've always well since pretty much the Wii like the last massive con- game console they put out that like was like technologically like almost you know on e- on whatever on par with everything at the time was like Nintendo 64 slash GameCube like that was the last era where they were like oh we're fighting the the war we're to- competing yeah we're competing with Microsoft or we're competing with Sony to be like technologically even sure. um the Wii was like way behind what you know Xbox yes, 360 and, and and the, but they were like all right we're going to go in a different they direction. Had, yeah, they, they kind of had a different thing. Yeah, right. exactly. And then they stuck with that, right? So like the Wii U was like, oh, this is a tablet controller that has a screen on the tablet and you can play that way and like they've always tried to do something different 
that's not technologically matching, but it's it's expanding the market in a different way, but it's also cost efficient where they can put out a console and um, you know, come out at three, four hundred dollars, and which is sure. cheaper than either of the other console manufacturers. So, but I'd like, also can't compare, like not on no, the same page, not right? even close. Yeah, it's not even in the same ballpark. Yeah, um, you know, like the, there's rumors of Switch Two coming out next year, um, which is you know about the time, like usually about six, seven years into a console cycle, is it's time for a new console. But um, right. there, there's already rumors that it's barely more powerful than the Switch. And so it's like, like, what's the point at that point? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's basically just a small upgrade and like, hopefully all the, all the games will carry over to the new system and you know, it'll be backwards compatible with everything going on. That's the assumption. We know nothing yeah. about what it is. Like this is all just rumors and speculation. Sure. Um, you know, most of the time Nintendo doesn't follow the trend. I mean, it wouldn't surprise right. me at all if the next system has nothing to do with the switch and you have to put fucking sensors on your nipples to play the game. Like it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me at all. Nintendo's weird and they always do weird Nintendo shit. Uh, Neil says my oldest kid got interested in retro gaming and I got all excited, but I came to find out it was painful to play these old games. Cause, uh, so used current so frames used to... per second and couldn't stand old controls. Yeah. Huh. That's why you're seeing so many remakes and stuff right now is because a lot yeah. of like the early 3d games, just don't hold up control hold up. wise like you can't go back and play golden eye on n64 yeah i can imagine it, that'd be pretty jarring to it's, watch it's for any amount of time it's so hard to control and like yeah. um like early nes stuff holds up because it was 2d for the most part it was yeah. like yeah. side scrolling you could it, it's it controlled really well Ooh. but the early 3d stuff it was like yeah exactly right. doom all those kind of stuff like it doesn't it doesn't hold up early. anything on like early ps1 and 64 is like it's kind of lost unless they remake it because it just doesn't hold up and that's why you're seeing like all these resident evil games get remade is because yeah it, it didn't hold up the controls were terrible and now it's like oh fuck it's modernized it, it looks beautiful and it works sure. um but yeah i mean i would love if like nintendo went back and remade mario 64 with like top-notch graphics and like That'd or like any type of Zelda where they like brought it up to like normalcy in 4k and it looked beautiful and it was open world and it ran well and it was 60 frames per second and like all that stuff. I'd be like, yes, this is exactly what I want, but I don't think Nintendo will ever do it. Yeah. Well, they have an audience in it if they decide they want to. So totally. totally Did you ever totally. play the game maniac mansion for Nintendo regular original Nintendo? I didn't own it, but like a friend of mine had it and I played it a little bit, but I wasn't like I super it. familiar with it. I was like obsessed with it. I, it was I was like the first like RPG. I, I don't even know if I'd call it. It wasn't really an RPG. Yeah, it was like a, uh, I don't know, like mystery adventure more than like. Yeah, yeah, I that don't sounds know. right. Because you weren't like powering up or anything like that. You were no, just, you kind of puzzle solving and. Yeah, puzzle solving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Um, I remember like even like Grand Theft Auto. I remember playing the original Grand Theft Auto 1 Me and too. 2 on PC. Uh, and I was like completely mind blowing again. The... First one on PlayStation One, maybe. Yeah, uh, they, and it was like you were like all. It was just an overhead car, and then when yep. you got out of the car, you were like a little dot, and you could like shoot. Yep. Yeah. Remember? Yep. Remember? Speaking of it, like that exact same thing. Did you ever play Dick Tracy for Nintendo? I had it. Yep. So fun. That was I had hard, it but... in my cabinet right over there. I almost grabbed it, but remember it was, when you it punched was hard. Like... <laughs> yep. It was hard as shit. Yeah, it was. Hard. 
there were so many games, like I said, though, that, that came out in that era that were like impossible. Like, yeah, you couldn't, you would never put those games out now because they were borderline broken how hard they were. Like, yeah, um, remember Earthworm Jim? Remember Toe Jam and Earl? Earthworm oh, Jim was another game that I played a shit ton of. Me too. Shit ton Loved of. It. The soundtrack to those games were awesome. So fun. Um, yeah, I, I, I was obsessed with Grand Theft Auto for like that first couple years when the first and second game came out and then i remember seeing it on ps2 when it went uh with grand theft auto 3 and it went 3d and i was like again that was another moment that just like what the fuck how is this possible you know um i love those moments like i i always look forward to those moments of like just being mind-blowing of like holy shit how is this how is this working how how can you do this and we haven't got that because once they went 3d nothing really blows your mind anymore everything's just sure small iterations you know sure but i mean uh, as a non-gamer i can always appreciate when i jump into something and i like watch somebody play something and i'm just like wow this looks fucking crazy good yeah i remember uh, even on playstation 3 when the uh red dead redemption came out and i was playing it at my parents house and my dad came down and looked at it and he was like "What, what what movie is this and I'm like, no, this is a video game. And he's like, this is a fucking video game. Like he was, he was like, holy shit, this looks amazing. And I was like, yeah, man, it's awesome. Um, I love those times. Like I can't wait to show my parents VR just because it's going to blow their minds when they actually like yeah. get inside the helmet and like, it just takes over your fucking world. Like that's, that's, that's the thing that blows my mind probably most totally. recently is VR. But Totally. Um, yeah, I get it. I get it. Good VR chat. to me is too much. I don't know. Like, I guess for me, it's more just like I enjoyed the simpler times. So it's like, I think when you... I play a game now, I'm kind of just like, mm. that's why I like Shredder's Revenge so much because it was very like old, old yeah. and very simple, right? You just like, I don't like a game that I have to like think about. Like, I like a game that I can just sit down and play and like, yeah. I don't need, I don't, it doesn't need to be super easy, but like, I just don't want something that's going to make me like rack my brain. Like I'm not looking for that. I, I, I like both. I mean, it just really depends on my mood and there's times where I want something like you're saying, that's just like simple, like it controls mindless. well and it's mindless and you just go and you fucking beat shit up or kill things or whatever the fuck you're doing. And it's just, all right, go here, go here, go here. Very like narrow, um, you know, single path type games. And then I love like right now I'm playing Skyrim again and it's a fucking open world game and you can go anywhere. And I love that too. So it just really depends on my mood, but like uh, Tetris, like I loved um... (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Ban him from the chat. Um, Like when uh, Tetris effect came out on PlayStation VR, that was like, I, I couldn't believe because it was so immersive and like it was Tetris and I was like, holy right. shit, like this is the next expansion of Tetris. I can't wait for more of that. More of that. Give me that. Is that the one where you like control the blocks with your hands and stuff like that? Or is No, that no, no. It's, it's, you still use a controller, but um, I, I thought I showed you this, but maybe not. I feel um, like you did. Maybe you did. And I just don't remember. The, the screen. Most of my times that I hang out with you, I'm like ultra baked. Yeah. So. You're super baked. Yeah. Um, it pulses to the music. So like, there's like, yes, the Tetris, the Tetris screen in the middle. And then around it is like a kind of like a, a motion video of like, uh, an environment around the, around the Tetris game and the music and everything like kind of beats with you playing. So it's, it's very immersive. It's really, really cool. Like it's, if anybody hasn't checked out Tetris effect and are a Tetris fan, like I highly, highly recommend it. It's one of the best puzzle games probably in the last 
decade for sure. Nice. Um, it's awesome. The soundtrack's great too. So, but oh, yeah, good chat. I love I love video games, and uh, yeah, I don't I miss the times do. where we had to buy fucking memory cards. So, fair enough. That was the worst. It is pretty crazy when you think about where we are with that. Yeah, this is back then too, right? In like, such a short time. Totally, it's pretty cool. PlayStation came out in '95, and like you know, That's basically. Crazy. You know, we're looking what 15 years after that, they got there was no memory cards, it was just you know, hard drives, and it's crazy. Okay, so what's your favorite controller out of all the systems? I would say probably either GameCubes or PlayStation 3s. Uh, I mean, you could say any of the PlayStations really because they haven't really changed that dramatically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the Dual Shock, but uh, GameCube was the first controller that perfectly fucking fit my hand, and I was like, "Holy shit, this controller is perfect." Um, it doesn't hold up as well anymore because it doesn't really have good triggers and uh, good thumbsticks. But uh, at the time, it was like the perfect controller for me. How about you? Uh, well, I mean, I don't really have the history that you do, but um, I think when I was playing, I think I liked N sixty four the best, probably. But I think I always kind of had a thing for Super Nintendo too. The problem with the 64 controller is you could only use either the D-pad or the thumbstick because of the way the thing was situated. And the thumbstick fucking destroyed your thumb. not comfortable. Yeah, I know. So any type of game like Mario Party where you had to fucking use the thumbstick like in the party games and shit and move it around a lot, you'd have a fucking imprint in your finger for like days afterwards. And it was brutal. It hurt your fingers so much. Neil says I love uh, the way Xbox controllers sat in the hand. Yeah, I mean... uh, I just love the dual shock more because I love the parallel uh, thumbsticks where sure. Xbox has the offset thumbsticks. Um, the original like Duke controller, the big ass fucking original Xbox controller was just way too big for my hands. Like it was just massive and I fucking hate it was so heavy. Um, but then they switched it to the S controller. Exactly. Um, and like the new modern Xbox controllers have all basically been the same for the last like 15 years so oh, okay. um they're fine i don't mind them but like i wish i wish their sticks were parallel i like the parallel sticks but i mean it's all what you like who cares like gaming's fun i'm not like one of these guys that are like oh you're an xbox guy fuck you like play what <laughs> play where you want play what you want i don't care if you're having fun and that's all that matters enjoy games like remember sega cd i wanted it so bad i what uh, was that game dragon's lair Dragon's Lair and Sonic 3D or Sonic CD. I wanted that game so fucking bad. Uh, 32X, I I wanted as well, but I didn't know anybody that had it. But I feel like that was just 32 bit graphics, right? That was just sharper graphics, right? It was, yeah, it was, but it was a fucking thing that you had to put in into the Sega on top, yeah. And then you had to put the cartridge in on top of that, right? And then the Sega CD was an attachment that went on the side of this thing, so it looked like some kind of fucking Megazord by the time you were done with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I wanted, I wanted all those things, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Neil says if you didn't have blisters from grinding that sixty-four stick in Mario Party mini games, you weren't really trying. Totally, man. Like I can relate to that. I miss I miss that type of party atmosphere of like Mario Party playing split screen like Goldeneye original Halo, like those are some of my favorite memories. Like even I didn't even bring up like uh, for the Nintendo Wii, uh, we didn't know that much about it before it came out. Like I feel like it was like a really big mystery for the most part of how games would play because it was the first game that had motion controllers and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Um, 
I slept outside fucking Walmart uh, that night on release day with my friend for Chris week? for a wee. I yeah. camped outside. I was like, I'm fucking getting this console. We were first in line. I fucking stayed out all night. It was me and him all night. Fucking, it was, it got cold. Like it was like, I think it, I want to say it was like early May maybe, or I don't know. I don't remember when it came out, but I just remember it being really chilly at night and I fucking was first in line and I got that thing. And like, I love the Wii to start with. And then I fell off it because the motion controls really got annoying, but yeah. Um, yeah. Mario Party's great on switch. Those are great yeah, games. Mario Party's fun. They're fun games. I used to play a lot of Mario Party. Yeah. Too, so. yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, uh, I can't wait to see where things go and like we're about I don't know three weeks before uh, Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo do like big press conferences that there's no E3 anymore but right yeah, uh, yeah. they do like a summer conference usually that uh, you know shows off all their new shit and like I'm always very I'll always be a nerd for that week of summer when you know E3 area where uh, everybody shows off some new games and stuff like I always nerd out over that I used to take used to vacation take it off yeah. I remember that. I'd book it off every year and sit at home and watch all these press conferences. And like, uh, I wish movies did the same thing. Like, I honestly wish there was a big movie conference every like summer or something like that, where they're like, here's 35 new trailers for all our big movies over the next like year. And I was, I would sit down and watch every trailer. Like I, am just a nerd for that kind of shit. So yeah, that's Um, fair. That's fair. uh, Yeah. But anyway, good chat, man. Uh, That was a lot of fun. Fucking A. Um, Next week, something else, but we don't know what yet. No, we're thinking uh, we're going to cover a movie, but we're not quite sure which direction we're going to head yet. So um, maybe it's going to be um, Evil Dead, the new one. We might do Evil Dead Rise if we both have time to watch it. Otherwise, we're just going to pick something else and kind of cover that. But um, we'll do that next week. We'll do something the following week after that. And then we'll be off for a week because Matt will be traveling. And then we'll come back. I believe it's June 10th. Yeah, it's uh, with, right after the first episode of Always Sunny comes out. We'll be Always Sunny, and then that will lead us right into Secret Invasion. So um, that's kind of the itinerary for the next six to eight weeks, something like that. And that's the plan. So I hope everybody comes back and joins us next week. And uh, thanks, everybody, that hung out in the chat. And thanks, anybody yeah. that catches us later on YouTube or podcast services. We appreciate you as well. Yes. Uh, join us live if you can, because it's a great little uh, time hanging out here. But, uh, you can see all of Neil's inappropriate uh, comments that we can't say aloud. No, no. But they're great, though. For the record, they are great, and we appreciate Neil. But we also don't want to get eliminated from everything. Um. <laughs> yeah. Thanks everybody for watching, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Whip Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, Come and I hang out. Totally forgot. I want. I wanted to bring that I up. I almost forgot. Uh, um, yeah. Join me Wednesday 9 p.m. on my YouTube channel. Whip Wednesday Live is returning. With my wife as the first guest. Uh, it's funny. It is fun. I'm going to check yeah. it out. I can't wait. And before that, on the same night, I'll be on Between Two Sentinels with Matthew, Toy, and Jay Shots. I'm actually meeting Jay Shot tomorrow. He's coming. They're, him and his family are going on a cruise, and it leaves out of Vancouver. So uh, when we were re- when we were recording that show, because it's pre-recorded, um, he's like, oh, he didn't realize I was in Canada. He thought I was like on it. On like in California, because I'm I'm referred to as West Coast Matthew, right? Because the other his his partner is East Coast Matthew. So gotcha. Um. So yeah, I was like when I told him, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna be in Vancouver next week." So I was like, "Oh, we need to connect." So yeah, we're hanging out. We're gonna go to Toy Traders tomorrow, and nice. 
we're meeting up with uh, actually there's another guy um legendary poser he's another um toy photographer who like is around the toy shows pretty regularly so i didn't know he was from vancouver but matthew messaged me and was like oh i think legendary poser wants to meet too so yeah so i'm meeting up with both of them tomorrow it should be pretty fun and then yeah whip wednesday on uh wednesday and then what you're doing something else on next week too, and then right? saturday next saturday before um i do moose milk um i'll be on collector express's youtube channel it's called customizer showcase they do it saturday nights at 6 p.m pacific time and uh yeah so that'll be pretty fun too i haven't had a chance to sit down and talk with jared for a while so i'm looking forward to it him and hulk smash customs um yeah should be good and i was on um and i was on uh um toy talk uh with uh, the toy father and toy addict and uh, no chewing and oh my god the, i can't remember the last guy's name all right uh on monday this past week so we put you on the spot that's why that's okay i wanted to give it a shout out because it's not one of my regular routines i've just recently added it to my regular you're gonna show off your creepy Watto shrine <laughs> that's funny uh Watto, how i love the good old Watto. um so yeah follow us uh at moose smoke media and at customs by matthew for all that good stuff uh right down there fuckers well for people that listen to it they can't see that so that's why i like oh. to read it up you know i know okay i get you uh well, grab us on your podcast service if you choose go to youtube follow us there as well we appreciate you all and we will catch you next saturday peace cheers